Welcome to Fantastic Neighborhood Guy Den. I am your host, John Anderson, and joining me as always, Fred Earhart. Say hello, Fred Earhart. You said it correctly. Yes. Earhart. Thank and you. Again, joining us, as he did two weeks ago, Kevin hey. Alexander. What's up, guys? Perpetual Geek Machine's yeah, own yeah. Kevin Alexander. We are talking about trying to figure out something to do with that, not just let it die. But I know. you should do something with that. That was Thank good. You. You're doing something right me. now. I mean, we could we we could do oh cast this. We could put it on Shit. your website. Oh, just surprise gosh. the hell out of dude! Re- release these through your yeah. feed. Uh, I think eh? the feed's dead. Um, it- I, th- I let what can feeds die? Libsyn, the credit card I had with Libsyn. I got a new one, and I never updated uh, the info, and blah blah blah. Yeah, I hear you. I did that with uh, twenty three and me. Uh, so hopefully, <laughs> DNA hopefully they, is off in the hope, ether. Yeah, hopefully they they're like, oh, we sold your DNA to this the company that owns Volvo in China. <laughs> <laughs> do you know? Do you know Volvo is owned by the Chinese? Now? No, I, I didn't. I, I just found that I, out today. So, uh, Kevin is back to host another five-hit combo where he is going to decide who has the better taste or the taste that yeah. b- best agree with, agrees with him. Um, last time we did movies. This time we're doing games. So, take oh, it away, so Kevin Alexander. So, the way five-hit combo works, in case anybody forgot or missed an episode a couple weeks ago, is that uh, Fred and, and John have each prepared their list of the top their top five favorite games of all time. I assume we're talking about video games, right, gentlemen? Uh, not just like, you know, uh, I like never hopscotch. made that... All I right. never made okay. that. All right. I, n- I never made that distinction. I, ke- I kept it to video well, games because I know John. Oh, ma- magic See, that was always, an, a, 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 that was always <laughs> an important distinction um, when we were making our five combos on Perpetual Geek Machine. Anyway, they've each cre- created a list of their five favorite, and they're going to tell me those lists in a five, four, three, two, one fashion. I'm going to judge their decisions to my personal tastes and decide, okay, John had the better number five, Fred had the better number four, and so on and so forth. And at the end of it, we're gonna have a winner. We're gonna have a winner. So, gentlemen, I have an imaginary coin in my hand. I am flipping it up in the air, and Fred, you're gonna call it. Oh God, I don't know. This is so tough. I mean, it's been tails all those other times, so it's got to be heads eventually. But I don't want to go against the grain. You know, I'm. Uh, I'm just gonna say tails. Fred, you're a winner, sir. It is tails. Would you like to present your list oh. first or second? It's you know, bullshit because I, I didn't like. Forget that. It's just, I mean, it's not like I didn't listen to enough episodes of your show. It's just that, like, it was so long ago. Yeah, All right. Let's point that out there. I think, okay. uh, you know, I think because I deferred to John last week, this week I am going to take, uh, I'm going to take that the privilege amazing. of going. And John, uh, to, to, you know, quit your, uh, your wine, and you did win a couple weeks ago with your top five favorite movies. So, I brought you're it coming with the bangers. in with the momentum. So, Fred, please tell me your number Champion. five favorite game of all time all right so my number five um is uh it's it's a snes classic one of one of the snes classics maybe one of the most classic snes classics um it is a it is a simple game it is a common game and it is a fun game it is super mario world and i picked super mario world over the obvious super mario 3 or any number of other Mario titles. Um, and, and the reason I picked this game is because this game, when when you look back at it in retrospect, this game did so much uh, for that platform and for platform gaming. Um, it is such a layered game. It is almost staggering to think about how much stuff they shoved into that cartridge and hid all the little, you know, little things that they put in there, little warp zones that they hid out of nowhere that you could just discover. Um, 
I was never very good at that game at the time when it came out. Like, I was younger. Uh, I could play the first couple of levels of that game and have a blast and never get past them and, like, turn off the console and start over the next time because it was it was, there was just so much to do. Almost every level in the game had stuff hidden all over the place. You know, it also had the, the, the really cool world map that was sort of new uh, in, you know, had the, they had it in three, but it had like the the different tiers and the different worlds that each felt, you know, graphically different. Um, it it was such and it's such a competent game. It's such a good archetypal platformer that that was the one I think I had to go with. Plus, the music, the music is, I think, you know, I think Mario I know music. a lot of people who actually agree with you about Super Mario World being the, uh, the best Super Mario game, uh, but we'll get to that later. John. You're number five. I, I probably, I would probably agree with that. Um, I am gonna lose the shit that. out of this. <laughs> oh yeah. So you gotta sell it, John. Sell it. So this, uh, so my number five. I, I, this is the best JRPG that's ever been made, uh, and it bumped my previous favorite JRPG out of my top five. The game I'm talking about is Persona Four. <laughs> This bump Lunar? Yep. Oh, boy. It's a game where as you play as a Japanese high schooler who's moved to a new town, and then you jump into the TV world to battle monsters. Yeah. I don't know if I really love it as much as I'm saying I am or because I spent 123 hours with it uh, that, that, that I have some sort of crazy Stockholm syndrome. Plus, I watched all the anime. Um, Persona 4 Golden is, uh, I think, the pinnacle of JRPG. It's got a, uh, amazing music. The story is is really good. Um, the animation, the, the like the design of the characters is is absolutely beautiful, and the combat system is deep and interesting. Uh, you know, you've got your standard sort of like you know elemental stuff happening, even though there's seven elements in this world. But you also have this separate component of like leveling up. Um, these personas or pokemon sort of things um man i i just love the shit out of persona 4 i don't know i might have to fake my own death to find the time to play persona 5 but man i love the shit out of persona 4 all right you uh, started off a little shaky but then you got into it and you sold it so keep that confidence john it it, it, me, it goes a lot further than you think it is it's not fucking beating mario 4 uh, i mean fred <laughs> your number four favorite game of all time so uh, the next game is, um, it's basically a perfect game and <laughs> seven out of 10. Yeah. Uh, no, it, it is the closest, it is the closest thing I could equate to a perfect game. Um, and because of that, it can't be number one, but, uh, my, my fourth favorite game of all time is Tetris. Um, there's any myriad reasons I could name that. You, uh, I could explain why Tetris is a great game, but I don't think I really have to go into it that much. So uh, I'll, just, no. I'll just tell you a, a personal story is that Tetris is the only video game my father ever played with me <laughs> uh, way back in the day. I had it I had it on my Game Boy, and it was the only video game, like he hated that I played video games so much. He didn't get them. You know, they were, they were too fast or too colorful, or he was a cranky old man. But Tetris was such a perfect game. It's so simple that he got it. And he would actually take my Game Boy when I wasn't looking and try to beat my score in Tetris and destroy my batteries <laughs> to the point where he wouldn't tell me he was playing them. And then I'd go to play Tetris and my Game Boy would be dead. Yeah. So uh, I have so very fond with, memories of that title. So just for some disambiguation, you're going with the Game Boy version? 
I'm going with the Game Boy version, not okay. the uh, not the Tecmo version. Uh, oh, the the Tangan Tangan version. Tangan yeah. version is a good version. Um, I feel like maybe we just need to have that clarification just in case. Just in case. Just in case. Just in case. All right, John. Just your number in case. four favorite game of all time. My number four favorite game uh, got me into two things, electronic music and uh, driving fast cars. I'm talking about Forza Horizon for the Xbox 360. Uh, this is, m- I love driving games, and this is my favorite driving game of all, all time. Uh, it is the ultimate car fantasy. Um, and unlike, you know, your Gran Turismo's and your mainline Forza's, it's just fun as shit to play. Um the 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 world they make the open world the Colorado like the Colorado ish inspired world is is gorgeous and and still looks good uh, even being a last gen game um, man I just <laughs> you know I went to a music I go to music festivals for now for Christ's sakes man Forza really Forza Horizon really inspired me great game great all right game. Uh, I fucking uh, lost that Fred, one too your Fuck. number three favorite game of all time. <laughs> Um, this one, this one might be a bit of a deep cut. So, uh, John, I, I don't know. Uh, is it number munchers? Tekken five. No, it's, it's check. Ryan, uh, Jack Ryan radio. It's so, Jack Ryan radio. Jack Ryan radio. Yeah. Love this game. Um, there's nothing necessarily particularly unique about any one thing about this game. It's sort of the combination of all things that made this game uh, special. Um, you know, it's, it's a, it's an incredibly fun title. It's a Dreamcast game, which automatically gives it points in my opinion. Um, it had a really weird setting. It had really fun, but offbeat game mechanics that nothing else sort of had at the time. It was sort of like one of the original forerunners of like what a quick time event sort of was going to be in the future for video games. Um, you know, the cast of characters, the, the, the cell shading, which, um, there's like maybe one or two games that had done cell shading well before Jack Grind, And most of them were like not even released in the, the U S like some weird fighting games and stuff like that. Um, and you know, it had a lot of like really crazy electronic, like licensed real music, um, you know, which was sort of, I think a hallmark of the Dreamcast at the time, like a lot of games sort of had that pedigree. But uh, yeah, Jet Grind Radio, it's a game I could constantly go back to and play. And, and so so many games steal from that title now, um, to even bits and pieces, if not, you know, wholesale game. All right. Uh, John. Well, go, it's, good, yeah. it's a good pick, John, bro. Number it's a good pick. favorite game. My, my number three pick <laughs> is Tetris. <laughs> uh, so... My, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go ahead and tell tell you about two of my favorite versions. My first, one of my favorite versions is the version that is on the Tetris and Dr. Mario combo cart, the uh, SNES version. Um, that that in, involves a mix match play where you you can you know play you play around Tetris and around a Dr. Mario and then game of Tetris. Um, this is like when my wife and I were pre dating. We played a lot of Tetris. We played this game like on a yeah, and we played that. Um, the other, my other favorite version is uh, Tetris Battle Guide N for the Super Famicom, which is uh, where you start introducing powers and weird, you know, sending really aggressive uh, spells at the other side of the 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 person you're playing. Um, it's it's a crazy unbalanced mess, and I don't understand any of it. Uh, but I I love that game. Um, I had the opportunity to meet um, Alexei Pagetov, uh last year. 
And man, I fucking love that guy. Uh, I think the whole story about that game coming over, uh, the kind of the story of him and Hank Rogers and uh, their friendship is just, it's an inspiring story. Uh, and he's a genius and a hero. So I love right. Tetris. Uh it's a, sorry, one more thing. It's the closest thing there is to a universal experience in video games. Um, there is, I would guarantee that that, is, that game has been played by more people than any other video game ever. It's so important. I love it so All much. All right. Uh, Fred, <laughs> you're number two. two as well, John. My, uh, my number two is a uh, personal favorite. It is something that I can go back to over and over again and have a fun time doing the exact same thing. Uh, it is a flawed game. It is a fun game and it is a loud game. My number two is crazy <laughs> taxi. Um, you know, the game really is not very deep, right? It's more of a, a time trial at its core than anything. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's, yeah. 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 It's not very deep, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's, I could, I could play that same level. Uh, from the original Crazy Taxi, anytime, any place, and have fun with it, and still try to challenge myself to do better or find new things. Um, you know, there was a whole city to explore, and it wasn't until you got good enough to actually get past the first couple of drop-offs and to figure out the nuances of it that you'd even see some of that stuff. There's still paths in that game I haven't gone down. Um, but, you know, the music, the the weird characters in the game, once again, Dreamcast, extra points, and then, you know, when it came out on Dreamcast, it had all those bonus modes like the, uh, you know, where you could bowl with your car or uh, a lot of jumping stuff. To me, this is like the pinnacle of a racing game that I would ever want to play. I mean, it's not pure racing, but at the same time, I feel like it does a lot of stuff in a very simple way that even like Forza does now, you know, like objective based driving sim. You're Sim, not wrong. Sim might be strong, a little strong with there, but <laughs> uh, all right, uh, John, your number two favorite game of all time. Ah, man, this is really hard. I'm wondering if this is if, if this is still true. I should probably go back and play it. But it, it was such a revelatory thing, and I, uh, it's one of these few long ass games I've played twice. Uh, my second favorite game is Mass Effect Two, um, the Bioware jaunt. We'll say. John. Uh, John? I don't know. Anyway, uh, so Mass Effect 2 uh, did something incredible, which uh, at the time, which is it, it took your save from the first Mass Effect and things kind of played out based on, on the decisions you'd made. Um, I can't think of a lot of games that had done that previously. Um, I, now I can't think of anything that did that previously. And this universe just feels, felt so fleshed out, so just there um the 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 suicide mission story of gathering up this crew of of misfits and going to s try to save the universe um it, it's just fantastic um yeah <laughs> mass effect two. all right that brings us down to you each only have one slot left of all the games you've ever played of all the games that exist there's only one that is left to be your favorite game of all time. In, Fred's number one is Wet, the Elijah <laughs> Dushku game. In, in a video game that's built around, or a podcast is built, built around video games. Gentlemen, this is a very important decision, so I want you to, I hope you have thought long and hard 
And Fred, you need to tell me your number one video game, favorite video game of all time. So this it is really hard to like say like this is my favorite game of all time because they all sort of so many games qualify for so many reasons um this is a game i'm going to name it and john is going to have a a small heart attack uh he's going it's to wet. hate it's, he's it's going wet. to hate that i say this so much um this game is not for what it's worth this game is not the best at anything this game is actually bad at a lot of things it is a uh, a large culmination of a lot of things over a lot of time and a lot of things being in the right place. Um, and I think a lot of people would agree with me. My favorite game of all time, the most important game in my life, was Final Fantasy VII. And there's the reaction I was hoping for, John. Uh, without going into this title too much, like I said, it is not a perfect game. It is beloved because of its flaws, um, but it came out, uh, at a time and, you know, being a bit of a cultural relevist, this was one of the most important video games of all time. And I think still is because of the amount of influence it has over our, our entire community. Um, but I was obsessed with this title. I, I've, I've played through and beaten Final Fantasy VII no less than five times um, on on the hardest mode I could. Uh, I... I this was the game that got me into Dreamcast or not Dreamcast, uh, PlayStation. It was the title that got me into modern gaming. It's the it title the ti- that got you out of Sega Saturn, I'm guessing. It, no, <laughs> Sega Saturn was the title that got me out of Sega Saturn. Uh, and it was a, uh, it was, it was the the title that sort of, I don't know. It it it's the most, uh, it's the video game that was always with me throughout my my adolescence or at least my my young. My young, my older teens, young adulthood. Um, this was a defining title for me, just just by virtue of being there, and it turned me on to every Final Fantasy prior and past this, uh, up until very recently when I sort of finally got broke the craze, and now they're going to re-release it. So uh, it is it is by far and away the most the thing that has left the largest impression on my life as far as video right. games go. Uh, John, your number one favorite video game. Oh, this is kind of crazy because this game has only been out for a couple of years. Um, I think Fred knows, uh, probably knows where I'm going. Um, this game, a lot of people would say this isn't a game. Uh, those people being Gamergate and those people being assholes. Um, it's the story of a young woman who comes home from college or uh, or something, or trip to Europe, something like that, right? She comes home and she finds her house empty. Um, and she it's has to war. Yeah, it's, it's Gears Worth Judgment. Uh, she has to piece together uh, where her family's at. Uh, and the story that unfolds from there um, is uh, just one of the most, I don't even know how to describe it, like just one of the emotional, most emotionally like told stories um, I've ever experienced in any medium. Uh, so the game, my number one favorite game of all time is is uh, is the Steve Gaynor banger, uh uh, gone home um god damn i love gone home um i played most of this game with my wife and like we were just uh like after and i'm not afraid to uh, ashamed to admit this at the all but like when we like kind of reached the end and like we were just weeping like we were just wow that was that was the story um 
You not know, only are you not ashamed to admit that, you admit it every single time we talk about it. Yeah, I I fucking love Gone Home. I love Gone Home. What can I say? Um, this it, it it's amazing. Um, wow, it's it's kind of it's interesting that our last picks yours was like a 120 hour jrpg and mine is a a three hour non-game oh and diametrically opposed yeah um but yeah gone home is is incredible there's the you know the details in in its story and in its its world which is just a house uh it's it's just crazy uh it's it's so good i can't wait for tacoma gentlemen uh excellent and varied lists uh like you guys are all over the place and i kind of i kind of love that um so let's re we didn't even like the same tetris (laughs) let's (laughs) go ahead back and recap um because i have kept track of everything you guys said and i have judged you accordingly and i have a decision to make here so let's say that uh fred at number five said super mario world the uh super nintendo classic i'd never Said SNES. I still don't say SNES. I say Super Nintendo for some reason. Maybe because I'm older than you guys. I don't know why. Uh, nobody I knew was saying SNES, but that's a... I don't know. Whatever. You guys are from that age. Um, I only uh, own a Super Famicom, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hipster glasses. And John, you said uh, the uh, PlayStation Vita uh, modern day classic Persona 4 Golden. Um both of these games, I have played Persona <laughs> Four not nearly as much um, as I did play Super Mario World, uh, and actually, almost shamefully, I never played Super Mario World on an actual Super Nintendo to completion. I finished that on the I want to say the Game Boy Advance. Did they really release it for that? I believe. Um, anyway, Super Mario World is my pick for that one. I apologize for falling in in line for you know being there. Duh. Uh, at number Duh. four. Fred said, uh, Fred started out his number four pick by saying, this game is perfect. It is a perfect game. There's nothing wrong with it. And in my head, I was saying to myself, if he doesn't say Tetris, it doesn't matter what John says. John wins this round. (laughs) (laughs) Fred, lo and behold, did say Tetris. So uh, he said the Game Boy version um, at number four for Johnny made a very personal pick. Uh, his favorite racing game of all time. Again, he didn't say Burnout Paradise. He said Forza Horizon. Uh, so, Fred, I apologize. Or, not John, I apologize. You, Fred wins this round. Uh, he, yeah, he picked no, Tetris. He, absolutely. You know? <laughs> like he's, like it, those, that's a better game, which is why it As was Fred my said, number three. <laughs> uh, it's um, at number three. Uh, I picture him standing outside Tetris's house holding up a I, sign that I says, do. to me, yeah. you are perfect. I, w- I was thinking it, I would be outside. You guys got the Love Actually reference. You can't right? possibly drop a oh, Love Actually nice. reference without it, it hitting me right in the face. Well, I didn't think, I Fred, I didn't figure Fred hasn't seen it because he is, uh, he's, he's, <laughs> he's got the uh, the heart of a, <laughs> a, a frigid British woman. Well, I was thinking that instead of standing in the rain, I would oh, be standing in Tetris blocks. There you go. That's probably the plot to Pixels. I'm not seeing it. Uh, at number, th- that's so funny that you think Pixels is a plot. It's horrible. Boom. Uh, Boom. At Say number bang. three, Fred chose Jet Grind Radio. Um, I think that has something to do with uh, with roller skates. Um, 
At number three, John chose Tetris. He chose two different versions of Tetris. Uh, and um, I don't know if I've played either one of those ones. I, I think I did play the the, the combo cart one. Um, neither one of you said that Tetris DX was your favorite version of Tetris, which is my favorite version of Tetris. Um, and then followed by Tetris DS, even though it kind of changes things with where you can rotate a piece after it's kind of already in place a little bit. I thought that was kind of bullshit. But um, anyway, I went with Tetris on that one because you guys could have named five different versions of Tetris. And unless it went against a better version of Tetris, Tetris <laughs> is going to win. Um, Tetris I is do my that. favorite game of all time. Uh, so we got, let's, 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 let's go back in the count. Uh, Fred is up two to one. Um, and number two, Fred named another uh, uh, Sega's, uh, sorry, Dreamcast. Yeah, Dreamcast uh, classic Crazy Taxi. And John said Mass Effect 2. Um, I have delved into the Mass Effect franchise, not a ton. I played the first game for a while and got a little bored with it. And even the Fred, your love of Crazy Taxi comes from the console era. To me, Crazy Taxi is an arcade game that I played in the lobby of the movie theater where I worked for years. Um, and it's probably still my favorite job I've ever had. Uh, so I went with Crazy Taxi. I apologize. You're a motherfucker. Uh, if we are keeping track at home, that does give Fred the win. But let's recap number one. Anyway, uh, at number one, Fred said his favorite game of all time. Both of you, I have to commend you gentlemen, gave very impassioned and convincing uh, speeches about your favorite games of all time. And I truly believe that each one of these is your favorite game of all time. And I, that's, that, that's saying something for each one of you. I, I really, uh, I, I appreciated the passion that came out of you guys naturally when you were talking about each one of these games. Uh, Fred said Final, Final Fantasy VII. And uh, John said Gone Home. So, like you guys mentioned, it could not be two more complete opposite games in any sense of the of, of the matter um and that said i have to go with gone home uh it, it doesn't matter but it's Whatever. still a three to two it's respectable lost. loss <laughs> you should get more points for <laughs> number one them? i'm just saying no that's t- that's t- we should make that's, this that, more that, complicated then you're totally missing the point of five uh well, congratulations, Fred, with the win yeah. of uh, you had, a, to me, a more favorable list of your favorite games of all time. Um, but, uh, gentlemen, I can't thank you enough for having me on to uh, to, to do this judging. I didn't well, get a chance you, to say Kevin. that a couple weeks ago. But uh, this has been great getting the, the podcast <laughs> part of my brain going again and talking to other people who aren't in the same room with me. This is nice. Oh, that's oh, right. No, no, we're in the there same is an room. illusion here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, look behind that stack of plywood. Um, no, but Kevin, also, thank you, you so know, much. And you're going to have to come back because we yeah. need you to settle. Yeah, this. that's true. We're going to have to have you a rubber each, match. In your 5 combo um, history, you are each one and one, uh, which is... Uh, I, yeah. I had an embarrassing loss oh, when I came on PGM way back when. Though. Oh. oh, so you're one and two? Oh, well... Yeah, I lost to Daniel. Oh, God. You lost to Dan Zuccarelli? He's no, got terrible uh, Lloyd. taste. Oh, Daniel Lloyd. Okay. Who yeah. I think I think was undefeated. I think he was the yeah. undefeated I uh, PGM say champion. Dan Zuccarelli had the best winning percentage. I think. I don't know. I mm. well, well, you guys are like very good friends, so Yeah, yeah. I wasn't always, oh, you I wasn't guys went up against each other too. I, mm. I made lists too. Yeah. Well, you know, Kevin, 
there's an easy way to solve this <laughs> is that you get the show back together and then we do that some more true. episodes and we figure it all out. Or or we scuttle this show, make some super show, so that way each of us yeah. doesn't have to do it all the time. I mean, but like, like, or something. I don't know. We do like a variety <laughs> show. Like I would love Maya to Rudolph. have seen one of those shows she did with the Roots up in New York. It's like, I, I, I thought that would have been awesome. Anyway, um, yeah, I'm kind of sidetracking this. Yes, thank you for saving me. But thank you once again, Kevin. <laughs> um, so, for, for Fred Earhart and Kevin Alexander, I am John Anderson. This has been Fantastic Neighborhood Guy Den. See you soon. <laughs>